Paper Cut Podcast strives to be evocative and inclusive. Every Monday, we cut below the surface with folks that make the Winnipeg arts and culture scene thrive. Welcome to Paper Cut Podcast. My name is Jared Goche. I'm Olivia Michaelchuk, and we're here with Chris Kirpin. So, tell Hi. us a little bit about yourself. Um, well, I guess I'm sometimes controversial, I guess. Not everybody <laughs> likes me, and people think that I'm, you know, I know everybody, but I don't. And, and uh, but I like to go and, like, there's lots of stuff to do, like, with all, all the people I know. There's, like, so many people put out, like, music and art, and, like, you guys interviewed the the dancer and the and the singer songwriter or performance jazz musicians or yeah whatever. totally I forgot I just forgot their names just now but the Born Sisters yeah the Born mm-hmm. Sisters there you go so that was like pretty pretty cool I'm like they're pretty fun and I've been to both their shows and I've never I didn't know they were sisters until later yeah but but yeah I've had great trippy times at both of their events so it's like yeah there's tons of stuff you're a super fan I guess so no. like I'm not a, I'm not a super fan in that I know everything about everything that everybody's doing but I like I like to go and experience what people do and I you know sometimes I get feel guilty because I can't sing along to the songs or and everybody in the crowd is like there was like the super fans because they know all the songs and I have no clue sometimes but you know I'll sing along if mm-hmm. I can yeah. or, so more of a, a fan of the scene more than a, a particular band yeah like I mean I really do like vampires mm-hmm. like us because David Dobbs make some crazy s- guitar sounds that super trippy and there's a lot of bands actually that I like like I feel bad if I'm just mentioning one person but he's my former housemate so but he's been he's let me shoot a lot of a lot of stuff that he's done and it's been pretty trippy and cool and he always comes up with and I just let me jam with him quite a few times so how have you jammed with a lot of musicians in Winnipeg before I guess so like I mean I've jammed I'm not always the best at jamming because I don't really know what I'm doing I don't really practice so I sort of it's like a, it's like a guilty pleasure kind of thing that I, you know, I see what I can do without actually knowing what I'm doing, mm-hmm, and no. then sometimes it works and sometimes it's like horrible and people don't want me to play, <laughs> so it's like you know, it's like you tr- you take the risk and you try it. But I've I've got to jam with like yeah I guess a lot of, a lot of crazy situations. Mm-hmm. I don't know the exact musicians all the time, but I remember the first time I had a, I I played at. Uh, like uh, Jesse from, what's it called, uh, Mahogany Frog. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. They they ha- he had a house down in uh, South Osborne, and one of the first parties that I went to that's part of that scene or whatever. I guess that sort of pulled me into the scene. His in the basement they had like people were playing like hardcore, and then I borrowed I think uh, Graham's trumpet and started jamming along with them. Mm-hmm. It's kind of fun when you can't hear totally, but you just go hard and. It seemed to work. Yeah, yeah. So, so what do you normally fun. jam, like uh, musician, or sorry, instrument-wise? Uh, trumpet. I like to fool around the piano a bit, and okay. And uh, but last on Friday we just had a show. It's like my my housemate's going away, Jessa, and she sort of brings all this love and pulls all these people together, and they were all there for her, and they put they put together a hip hop show. Mm-hmm. It was so trippy, and I pulled out the trumpet there at one point and started jamming with them. But it was it was pretty cool, pretty trippy. And then at one point, I guess when there was no music playing at one point because the I guess uh, mini jack broke, so they started hip hop like freestyling and and uh, and beatboxing. So that was kind of cool. Mm-hmm. So 
So you were talking about the first sort of jam that you did was to your avenue into the scene. How long ago was that? Oh, it was like, I don't know, like more than 20 years ago, I guess. Wow. Hmm. I think so, so, yeah. How's the scene grown since then? Oh, in your always, there's been so many diverse, like, it's so crazy. Like, one of my favorite bands was Sapphire Empire, too. Like, mm-hmm. they're, like, so trippy. And it's too bad they broke up, but it was, like, the most psychedelic experiences I've had was at their one of their shows. It was so insane. The Vesta Fest. I don't know if you remember that. No. It was in the Rocker. Rudolph Rocker. Interesting. I don't know any really, of those no. things. <laughs> really trip. There's a whole bunch of bands that played that night. It was... Uh, I, I was affected by gateway portals or something like that. But anyway, <laughs> it was so trippy. And I and I had a camera, but I didn't know how to use it, so I couldn't actually get anything, which mm-hmm. was kind of bad. So, But it was like, yeah, it was one of the most psychedelic experiences I've ever had. Wow. So, so uh, I know you through people as well that they say you have been recording shows for a long time I do but I don't I, I didn't record a lot of shows like I've I've recorded like I bumped, I met Micah on this uh, canoe tour one time the uh, that my former housemate Dave put on mm-hmm. and uh, twin twin armada I guess that's their band and then Mike Ehrenberg and, and Daniel Daniel uh, I forget his diamond oh they yeah were, they were both on the tour and we ended up hitting it off and we were filming and talking and doing stuff late at night and like I didn't go on the tour with them but I sort of came to a few stops and filmed and stuff like that, and then, and then after that, he, he Mike invited me. He said he'll come to the come to the Matlock Music Festival. I'm like okay, so I came there with a camera and I filmed some stuff. And it was so trippy, so wacky. It was like such an insane time. And at the end of it, there was this big tarp, and we did like the tarp, you know, like where you lift it up and everybody's surrounding, holding that the the tarp or whatever it is up, and then everybody comes and dives underneath it, and I sort of was in there with the camera and stuff. It was super fun, actually. But yeah, it was super, super amazing times, like, with so much musicians. And actually, Micah, like, opened me up to a, to even more, like, all these different artists that were on another side. And then, and then like, two, like, with Celsi and, uh, and Sapphire Empire, and those guys, they opened me up to all these, like, there's so many, like, this is the thing that blows my mind, is, like, we don't get a lot of coverage in Winnipeg, is, like, a lot of the musicians that are of, like diverse ancestries and diverse genders there's so many in the city and they're so brilliant and i'm like i want to see more coverage of that mm-hmm. like i always complain to cbc music they're always posting them like hey come on like you're not really representing canada here are you <laughs> right they play still sting i'm like really that's like uh what are they like adult contemporary cbc <laughs> come on guys like blows my mind but yeah like there's so much like there's so much that we don't even see like i, I want to try to cover all that stuff and i'm trying to work on figuring out how to do it properly mm-hmm. and so I, I got another camera now so I'm shooting here and there I shot a little bit at the at the hip-hop show on Friday so that was kind of fun so what do you and do with those videos do you have I'm trying to put them up like I've been using my oh I created that intrepid explorator so yeah. that's my uh, my Instagram but it's also my YouTube and and I bought the website name but I haven't set it up yet so I want to try to create that as like a because I like to intrepidly explore. <laughs> so, so will so. the point of that to kind of highlight the the diverse kind of scene that you would like to see more coverage? Well, I sort of just sort of do it like, like my adventures. Like, actually, you've been on a few of them. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, quite a bit. Olivia's the first time that we yeah. we met actually was at uh, the revivals house. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so right. there was the McLean brothers. 
uh, Eric Klestad, Kevin Hogg, Jay yeah. Jensen. And uh, that was through he, Corey Rivard. That's how I yeah yeah I met those guys. Corey Rivard's an interesting person as well, <laughs> yeah. isn't he? He's but, cool. uh, he brings he's again generates so much love that all these people sort of yeah definitely come around them. Like my housemate was like that, and Corey's like that. I'm like wow, these people are amazing. I get to be part of their lives. I'm like yeah. This is part of your lives. Like, thank you. This yeah. is pretty good. The magical. first time, yeah. So that time that I met you, you were you had a lightning bolt on your cheek. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's you had my... rainbow gloves yeah, I still, and a I was going to wear hat. them, but I thought I didn't wear them. Too, so. But I wore them on Friday. So. We were jam- and you're jamming. You're just on the yeah. trumpet and just going for it. Yeah, and it's pretty fun. Yeah. Yeah, when, really you, cool. when you don't feel the stress, it actually works sometimes. Mm-hmm. And then I, and I'm not thinking about it. And uh, maybe I've been affected a little bit in my mind and uh, or my soul. I don't know. And then it sort of lets me go, and it's fun. And when people are non-judgmental and they let you jam, yeah, yeah. it's pretty pretty trippy and fun. So. And since then, they've started a new, a new project, Bright Righteous. Now, yeah, you've kind of seen them from cool. a different place and yeah, like, grown that way. Yeah, I mean, I saw them when they, yeah, because Eric was in there before, and and then, and his sister gets in all of my videos now too. <laughs> she's, yeah. she's always around and she's doing wacky stuff all the time. So. Mm-hmm. Has there been a lot of that. bands that you've seen like their progression? Like you were saying with Sapphire Empire, now Celsius on her own. Or yeah. Like, have you been sort of there for the journey for a lot of local? I guess bands? like well, those guys I saw them. I I got to find the video, but I filmed them when they first came out, like arrived on the scene. I guess the mm-hmm. Mod Dragon, they were oh, playing wow. there. Yeah. And then I just happened to have a camera, so I was like, oh, I'll film you guys. It was so cool. Like, they had a different drummer at the time and everything, but it was the first time they got together. I should find that somehow, because it was, their music was so, like, uh, like Gabriella. Yeah, that's her name. She's the guitar player. Super crazy sound she gets from there, but such a, like, so fluid and stuff. There's actually a clip on on my uh, intrip at Explorator YouTube yeah. that has that. But I'm trying to get this off, off the ground, too, actually. Like, this new thing just came up. It was like, so you know how the world's all fucked up and everything? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Can we swear like that? Yeah. yeah. Okay, sorry. But you, so you know how, how bad it is and like, it doesn't make any sense at all. And I'm like, well, you know, and everybody's like, you know, there's all these pledges of allegiance and stuff like that. And I'm like, trying to think, well, what is it that we all, like, what's our commonality, right? As humans, right? And I'm thinking, oh, well, we all come from mothers. Even mothers come from mothers. So, so I basically, I came up with this hashtag I pledge allegiance to all mothers to redesign our world with love and stop and heal and stop all hurt. Wow. So I figure I'm trying to push that out there. Because if we did that, we dissolve all the dysfunctional destruction Mm -hmm. that's happening. Because, I mean, mothers just want their children to have a good, good life and they want to have a good life and enjoy life and we change everything. Right. Yeah. That's pretty. Pretty amazing. So hopefully that could work. Yeah, well, like, because we'll I think try that's to push that as much yeah. as we can. Because time's up, you know. We can't idle no more. <laughs> right. So. So you talk a lot about, even within this podcast, there's a lot of maybe, um, what is your religion or your spirituality? Like, what guides you? I don't know. I'm just like, I feel pretty blessed. Like, I'm here with you guys. And I've had lots <laughs> of good adventures. And... Um, and I'm going to cry right now. But, oh, uh, no. Sorry. No, it's, it's all good. It's just, uh, I don't know. I just want to see everybody happy. Yeah. You know? Because we're here for such a short time. 
That's a fantastic way of looking at it, yeah. too. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. So, on your adventures, mm-hmm. what guides those adventures? Is it sound, sights, knowing where you're going already, or do you just kind of go with the flow? <laughs> There's a lot of serendipity. Yeah. Which okay. is kind of trippy, actually, because I, I didn't, I sort of realized it a long time ago. Like, I remember once in, 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 uh, this one incident in, in junior high where, this person threw like uh, a, a slushy at, at a window of the bus and I sort of remember that but it was like weird because I, I realized that was like these little moments that guided me to see all this stuff and I went on this one path as opposed to choosing this other direction mm-hmm. and all these wacky little things happened like that was more comedic it wasn't you know violent or bad or like that. but it was just weird that triggered me to understanding like serendipity and then all these moments, like I keep, I keep like, I don't always necessarily know what I'm going to do or where I'm going to go, but it just sort of flows. And then little things will happen that, you know, I'll have capabilities to shoot something or film something, you know, shouldn't you shoot, but film, right. film something. And then, or just some, you know, information that I needed to get would happen and I would get it without much stress on my bo- myself, like to learn it. Like I, I ended up whistleblowing at the university one time, and uh, and all this all this information just came to me. Like I wrote out everything, and everything that I needed to write out went, like it just came. Mm-hmm. But it was like all this information, knowledge, but also like you know meeting all of you guys. Like it's all this crazy serendipity. Like I don't even know what I'm doing sometimes, but it just flows, and then it's like oh, and there's these little moments that I sort of call like serendipitous validations, where you know you you bump into someone that you wouldn't have known or talked to and but there was something that connected that made it like because you took that path you ended up meeting them and it was like this weird like whoa this is like a serendipitous validation like you knew you were supposed to go that way yeah definitely but it sort of tells you oh yeah there you go that's the way it works Mm -hmm. (laughs) but it's not like you know it's all it's i don't i don't like i don't i believe you still have the choices and it's not all destiny but there's these little magical moments that help you figure out what you need to do. And yeah. then, then those times tell you. But it was weird because I was like, I didn't know about serendipity. And then I started talking about it. And then I re-understood like my mom, her ancestry is from Sri Lanka. And, uh, and I didn't know this, but then I found out that Sri Lanka also used to be called Ceylon, which was also called the Isle of Serendip. Whoa. And I was like so tripped out. <laughs> yeah. I was like, whoa. We learned about serendipity through serendipity. <laughs> yeah. That was so wild. Wacky. Yeah. So, so would you would you say there's a heavy importance in just being present and not kind of always focusing on the future? Because it seems like a lot of your adventures kind of come from you being in this moment right here experiencing. Yeah, like there's that, but there's also the stuff I have to get done and do. And, you know, I'm trying to figure out everything. Like mm-hmm. do all the stuff that I need to get done and and uh, and I and I like just like f- well f- for a few years now but fairly recently I didn't know what they were performing but I don't know if you know Daniel Sisipuetas no I don't uh, they're Sola tribe like uh, and uh, and uh, Yvonne and um, and I just sort of came upon like he played some music for me that he was or that he was playing on his car stereo one time and I was like you guys did this? This is yours? And I'm like, whoa. Yeah. Like, it was so blowing my mind away. Like, it just discovered new music again. And, uh, 
and the, they're and they're the soldiers of love alliance which is but soldiers as s-o-u-l-d-i-e-r-s that's the name of their project yeah soul sola tribe so sola oh, tribe cool. and they're, yeah. they're actually going to move into our co-op house cool so it was just kind of exciting but it was weird because it was like uh maybe a few months ago or something it's on my instagram intrepid explorator there's uh there's a clip and it was uh it was about and that's the other hashtag redesign our world with love so that was the first hashtag that came out, mm-hmm. and uh, and I somehow like to do hashtags all the time. I just <laughs> and then sometimes I have to realize, oh, I can't put that out first because I got to buy the website name. Right, it's so yeah. weird. <laughs> you buy website names like right away, but it was like their song. Like I was, I heard their song, and uh, Syrah, I don't know if you know her too. She's part of this. They were they were singing that night, or they were rehearsing. And I came up to the rocker for some reason. I don't know why. It was just serendipity. Mm-hmm. And then I just sort of they were they started singing this song, and I just pulled out my phone and started filming them. And it was so trippy because it was like, it, I said I said to them after I'm like, this is like the it's like the song to unite humanity. Like this is the anthem. Wow. And I was like, whoa. <laughs> that was so and it's so catchy too, and it's fun. Right. And it's a good sound, and it's like rise up, and it's sort of like the. I don't know if you know the Earth Guardians. Are they? Are all these bands that you're mentioning local? No, Earth Guardians. They're not a band, but there's. Uh, I feel so bad because I always keep forgetting how to pronounce his name. He's, uh, um, I think Aztec ancestry, or, but he's one of the founders of the Earth Guardians, mm-hmm. and I feel bad. I should learn how to pronounce his name, but I always, I do it right away when I f- hear it, and then I can't pronounce it. It starts with an X, X I E U. T I C A L or something, but uh, I, I totally f- always try to pronounce the L for some reason. But yeah, look them up, Earth Guardians. Yeah. They're uh, they're basically out to unite humanity and save the world and clean up all the all the problems, like heal all the stuff that's ha- been happening. They're kids. Wow. They all start off as kids, and there's this other thing called Youth v Gov. Mm-hmm. So basically, they're they're using the legal systems. Because the legal systems are really supposed to fulfill justice, but they've always obstructed it. But the kids realize, hey, you're supposed to fulfill justice, so we're suing all of these corporations, these oil companies, for knowingly perpetrating actions which create climate change, which is destroying their futures. And they're like, no, you can't do that anymore. Right. So mm-hmm. they're forcing the legal system to do its job. And like guys like Trump are trying to stop it or stall it because they're all paid for by... The oil company guys, but they they got the info from the oil companies. That's the interesting part. Mm. They found all their own research from their own employees, and they're suing them now. And it started like in in Colorado, and it's going across the United States. And there there's kids in Norway that are suing the oil oil industry out there. And it's not just one industry. Like it's you know there's the chemical industry, there's the car, there's all these industries that are doing bad things for. You know, personal gain of a few people at the top. And I'm like, well, what do you think that are some of the good forces? Well, that's the Earth Guardians, the Earth Guardians. The, the the Women's March, like uh, um, Idle No More. Yeah. You know, started in Canada here, and mm-hmm. Indigenous women started it here. And uh, so, from a local standpoint, what are what are steps that people like us can take to start, you know, making a positive change? Um, well, I guess, you know, try to connect with some of these local groups too, like like uh, Aboriginal Youth Opportunities Movement and they they always do the uh, the what's it called? The um, Meet Me at the Bell Tower. Oh yeah. yeah. Sacred Avenue Bell Tower and uh, 
Michael Champagne and uh, Jenalicious. I totally forgot her actual real name. Sorry, Jenna. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, I think it, well, it's Jenna for sure, but Jenalicious. But they, they're sort of like quite the dynamic duo team. And there's a whole group of people that are, are part of uh, uh, Aboriginal Youth Opportunities. So AYO Movement. I don't mm-hmm. know if it's on Instagram anymore. I was trying to find it. But uh, they've been doing lots of stuff. So if you guys can get to the, you know, the bell towers on Friday. Yep. They always have at the Selkirk Bell Tower on Selkirk Avenue. They always have a get together, and it's like the uh, f- the Good Food Club provides food, and they cook there, and then they make a big soup, and all the f- families and kids come, and there's like little games. But they, we go to the bell tower, and we ring the bell tower bell, and sometimes there's a march on. And stuff wow. like that. So it's really cool. So yeah, like you know, and go to Thunderbird House. There's lots of stuff always happening there. Thunderbird House. Where yeah. is that? It's right on Higgins and Main, mm-hmm. right on the corner. And they're they're always doing stuff. And they have sweat lodges too. If you want to be part of a sweat lodge, I haven't gone. I my first sweat lodge though was with kids, which was a serendipitous moment too, because it was like I was helping somebody shovel the like uh, I don't know if you know um, oh, shoot, David Bud. He's like an elder, but he's been giving like lots of, lots of, uh, um, like sweat lodges. And, and I met him through his, uh, his son's son, uh, David Blanger, who had the band Burnt mm-hmm. Project One. And that's, he was sort of my introduction to the big music scene almost like, cause he pulled me out of this apartment. Well, actually, I sort of did some music with this band a long time ago before called, uh, Nigel, which <laughs> 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 was I met them when I worked at the bank a long time ago. Yeah. And uh, but yeah, so so he, like David Blanger pulled me in to say, hey, could you help me shovel the snow at the at the sweat lodge? I'm like, yeah, for sure. So so I came down and we were shoveling out, and then then I, I, I talked to David Bud and I said, hey, is it possible if I could you know if the, if the kid if the people are okay with that if I could come into the to the sweat at the same time and I'm glad I did it with the kids because it was like because he was talking about stuff about you know making the world a better place and saving things and Mm -hmm. you know respecting our earth and all that stuff and it was all with the kids that I was in the sweat lodge and we were singing and and I sort of helped I was like the Ashkabi for a bit I helped move the the grandfathers which are the rocks that they heat up and then they they pour the medicine on the rocks and then all the steam comes and you you sing inside and you, there's rattles that people have and yeah it was quite an experience and it was it was it was sweet at the end this one kid she gave me a hug I was like wow like that was pretty sweet so that was pretty magical so but yeah that's I like I learned about that and I don't even know I think I probably tangented on that one didn't I no, no no all of our podcast people tangent a little bit yeah. but it's it's what we're here we're here yeah. to for you to talk we're yeah. just yeah, facilitating yeah. Uh, a way for you to speak to other people so. oh that's really sweet you guys yeah. are awesome yeah. thank you yeah, definitely so, wasn't a paper cut it's more bubble wrap more oh, bubble nice. wrap yeah. happiness <laughs> yeah it's like uh, the nice bandage you get like the ones that used to be like cooled did you ever have those as a kid oh no I don't even like know the cushion it, ones though that like yeah, have like Powerpuff ones. Girls on them. Oh yeah, no, I never yeah. had Powerpuff. If there's graphics on it, it's even better. Yeah, <laughs> totally, actually. The opposite of a paper cut. So have you done a lot of sweat sweats? I haven't, but one? I mean, I I sort of oh Red Rising magazine. They're they're another group to. They've been doing like they're they've been in like some great stuff like their articles and their I don't know if you've seen the magazine. Yeah, yeah, for yeah, sure. It's beautiful. So good. So many like covers a lot of stuff. 
yeah. about our world and also there's like art there's like it's a whole diverse range but it's like yeah we're we're not stifling anymore like the the youth came up with more stuff to share mm-hmm. yeah. with the world and and clean up the the corruption that's out there it's like it's so brutal like yeah the colonial system is basically designed on corruption (laughs) i'm like really it's such a bad idea but i think we're coming together like if we go cooperatively collaboratively and uh consensually across the planet we we'd have a fun time you know yeah so that's what i want to see Fantastic. That's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're coming up towards the end of the podcast. Okay. Again, we want to say thank you, Chris. Like, this yeah, was no. awesome. Thanks uh, for having me. Yeah, no, for sure. This is, thanks more. for doing this, actually. This is great. Like, way to go. Yeah, no. It, we it's do it so because cool. we get to talk to interesting people like you and, yeah. and learn more. And anyone who's listening, you know, if they could learn something from it, that's fantastic. Like, that's that's the whole goal. Yeah. 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 Cool. So, we're going to ask a fun question to okay. end with. Okay. Is that all right? Because yeah, we got into some, I guess some deep so. topics. Yeah. I'm so, so worried. Um, we want to know, what is your favorite band t-shirt? My favorite band t-shirt? Because you go to a lot of shows and you support yeah. a lot of bands. And I just want to know which one you think is your favorite band t-shirt Ooh. out of all of them. Well, the one I had, like, well, Vampires made me a f- couple of shirts. I haven't actually, David made me one with the, it was on a sh- pink shirt that I found mm-hmm. that had some architecture on it. But then he put a V on it in in highlighter so that's one of my favorite shirts and then also uh the the valley uh oh the uh what's it called the um the uncanny valley girls mm-hmm. uh it was jen and dice and scott and scott passed away he played the organ and everything but they were like i got to f- record and film them a bit <laughs> and they were pretty fun and they have a really cool band shirt that i have and i wear a lot so yeah that's super fun and then um and then Dead Ranch is really cool band shirt too, and fortunately, uh, one of the members passed away too. Like, uh, yeah, so that's why you know, like all of that stuff. I want to see more fun stuff for the people on the planet. So yeah, because we're here for such a short time. Like seriously, let's just have a good time. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Listen you know, to some, some good fun. music. Yeah, and go yeah. for shenanigans and yeah. So do whatever. To okay, sorry. What is your no? Don't be sorry, Eric. <laughs> yeah. um, what is your like? If you're give one piece of advice to somebody that's just like what can you do to make your day better or someone else's day better like what do you think or your mantra that you carry with you all day Uh, every day i don't really have a i guess a mantra or whatever i just sort of do stuff and not all not all the time i get stuff done but i'm doing better now like i'm actually i'm on the turnaround of my life it's kind of weird right now but it's like i'm doing shit i'm getting stuff done and uh I'm going to cry again. Sorry. No, it's okay. But, uh, yeah, like, try to make every person you meet try to have a good, positive experience with each other, you know? Yeah. Because the more people you have in your life and the more positive experiences you have with those people, well, your life's super rich. Yeah. So. Thank you for sharing your yeah. super rich life with us <laughs> yeah. for a brief moment. Yeah, no, that's, that's beautiful. Thank you so much. Oh, you guys are awesome. Okay, you go. sweet. Thanks. Okay. Thank, Thank you for Cutting Deep with Paper Cut Podcast. Thank you. Yay. <laughs> Just a reminder, you can find all of our podcasts online at papercutwinnipeg.com. You can also find us on Google Play and iTunes. Contact us if you would like to sponsor our show. For our 20th episode, 
we have a surprise guest. Stay tuned to Papercut Podcast next Monday. Right? <laughs>